Hello and welcome to the Independent Music Podcast, 10 of the best new songs every week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers, and me, Gareth May.
Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. We have started with a very mellow opening. Usually we sort of try and hit it with a banger, like first out the door. It's been a policy that we've had since the start. Grab their attention with the first song. Yeah, and that's it. And we have decided, so now and again we decide not to go with that. And this week is one of those weeks. Started with the sounds of a chap called Stefan Backmeyer. Uh, one Road Out is the name of the track taken from the cassette. Anomaly on Meadow Lane uh, via Spun Out Control, which is a London cassette label I had not heard of previously to finding that record. Seems to be like an imaginary soundtrack. Y- we were chatting about it uh, while the song was on and- because of obviously, if you're outside, sort of record buying or record label things, you might not know that film soundtracks sell exceptionally well compared to like normal albums. So much so that people have just taken to producing fake film soundtracks to help sales. Yeah, German Army on Discrepant uh, leaps to mind from fairly recent sort of fake soundtrack. Well, there's like it's a lost Russian film. So yeah, I bet it is. Is mate. it now? Is it now? <laughs> Uh, this... Did you listen to the new uh, discrepant sort of collage thing that came through? Something, Which one was that? came through to my email a couple of days oh, ago. Oh, there's a new People Like Us one, isn't there? The second one, we played the first one on the podcast. Yeah, it was pretty bonkers, and I was like, we played the last tape collage, I'm not sure we need two of these. <laughs> need to keep it going. Uh, no, this this record, though, this uh, Stefan Backmeyer, goes a bit over the top, really, with the uh, creationism maybe, of this in terms of the guy reading the press release, it's clear the guy isn't actually real as well. He's just made up. It's someone else's project. And so yeah. if I give him like a German sounding name, it makes oh, it sound like a more official synth mate. soundtrack. Having moved to the US from his native Germany as a youngster shortly after WW2, blah, 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 blah. It's cl- as, as someone who's been in a band that has a fake backstory. <laughs> you recognise a fake backstory when you see yeah, one. it's complete nonsense. <laughs> Anyway, uh, first one for me is the new track from Fortet. Um, it's called 2017 and it's uh, pretty beautiful.
play. That's 2017, all like as words. The letters, like not the numbers. By Fortet. It's from his uh, new album, which is called New Energy, which is released on his own text records. And, uh, yeah, she, I, I listened to that song and thought it was wonderful, but I didn't realise that uh, the whole album is actually available online now. So I will be checking that out very soon. Someone who I used to love immensely Forte not not Kieran Hebden as a person I never met him but um like his early records like Rounds and I've forgotten what the other one was called was yeah for was a staple of my university days he's carried on being magnificent since then and he consistently does like as good a work as he's ever done yeah okay he's I'd... not the best DJ in my opinion considering he gets booked to play massive places but I think his productions are pretty great we saw him live at uh, Primavera Porto I recall and he was disappointing yeah that it's, sounds about it's right. sort of a bit yeah no 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 but no haven't really listened to any of his long works got a couple of his 12 inches he's done like a few with like burial i seem to recall on yeah, text, on text as well. records exactly the burial and tom york and fortet sort of collaborations yeah all all the good he's got stuff. a double album that came out about seven or eight years ago that was i can't no idea what it's called anymore that i've got that i felt was like a real sort of benchmark record for him yeah, excellent. But we are on it, Domino. It was yeah. Domino released his last few, haven't they? Mm-hmm. They um, it's been it, we're recording late in the evening now. So and with this ambient music, it sort of feels like a slow, slow burning podcast. Have we got some hardcore next or something? Uh, oh, a bit well, of Gabba. I need uh, need you to get into your uh, metal. I'm just yeah, uh, yeah. shaking my hips uh, uh, now. Uh, yeah, what, what are you doing uh, over there? I don't know. Yeah, Anthony's um, metal corner. <laughs> yeah, so we need that to come back. Instead, I'm going to do what I'm good at and bring some Yorkshire dancehall. Uh, and play some reggae. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. This is uh, Danny T and Tradesman, a fantastic duo from production duo from Leeds. They've got a, I think it might actually be their debut album called Built for Sound coming out on Scotch Bonnet on the 2nd of November. Here is a track from it with featuring one of our favourites, Parley B, as well as David Boomer, and it's called First Choice. Ah, a Parley B there. David Boomer combination. Girlfriend, you're the franchise. Sing up, brother. So them I watch you, but you still gonna leave them one fist up you. But them can't cut your feet, no doubt about it. You're my baby girl, my baby girl. So them I watch you, but you still gonna leave them one fist up you. But them can't cut your feet, no doubt about it. You're my baby girl, my baby girl. Come on, that's me, I'm me, hold up, me, woman. Race and touch, precept, and I don't buzz them. Slid down on it, me, say, just like a cushion. Later, I'm going to pump it down, get it done. Big up, this is your app, more than a dozen. Better than your sissy, better than your cousin. Any little fool can't get free or something. Lord, your rose can't rotten. So them I watch you, but you still gonna leave them while we stop you. But them can't cut your feet, no doubt about it. You're my baby girl. And I draw me a make it a serious thing So you pull up all the tip, law me put on the ring You know Polly be not in on a skyline Have your niceness and romancing From midnight come to early morning Beat it tight, this you get fun like London Are you are the wife, you are get everything So them I watch you, but you still gonna leave them one fist up you 
T and Tradesman, first choice, featuring David Boomba. He's a, a singer from Birmingham, Alabama, and Parley B from Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham, Alabama. I always like oh, that all of our all of our cities and towns have got a double in America. Yeah, that's the way. Uh, yeah, I love Alabama, UK, and yeah, Parley B as well from Doncaster, South Yorkshire. Is there an Alabama, UK? <laughs> no, I was, taking, yeah, so I was you, taking the piss yeah, yeah, out what of you. About? Is, is there an, it could be a small town called Alabama. Yeah, the point is there's a town called Castleford in the US. Nice. Which uh, I think it has like 300 people in it, which is not that many more than <laughs> Castleford in the Something UK. Like the population of an, of an actual castle. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, guess I guess true. Yeah, I guess that's true. Maybe that is all it is. It's just a castle and a river <laughs> and 300 people living in it. Perhaps that is it. But anyway, that record is called Built for Sound. It's out 2nd of November via Scotch Bonnet, a record label that if you know your dance hall, you are probably listening to a large amount of it anyway. Something that we've never um, covered on this show before is that the venue Capriato in London runs a record label as well, just where they do releases uh, digitally and physically, but mainly digitally, um, of uh, live recordings from the venue, stuff that has been particularly special for them. Are we going to uh, put out my spectacular DJ set from last week, which hasn't happened as of the time of recording? I don't think that that's permitted because oh. it's a DJ set and they don't own the uh, rights to the recordings. Well, maybe if I play all my own stuff, that, then that from my made-up bands, that, that could be possible. Yeah. One hour of Joshua Banks. <laughs> no one needs that. <laughs> yeah, Gareth, I'm never booking you ever again if I get one hour of Joshua Banks. <laughs> that's fine. There's a time and a place for Joshua Banks. A wonderful place for Joshua Banks. It's <laughs> not the shit and shine. And it is not in the public eye. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I meant. Anyway, I want to play you some blues, um, experimental, folky, bluesy stuff from Japan. A guy called Ken Mikami. And one of the reasons I also wanted to play it is it features the incredible John Edwards on, on double bass, who we saw playing Catford uh, last week at just a local pub to us, the Catford Constitutional, with a little uh, upstairs room, uh, along with Adam Bowman and some other uh, sort of hit. Interesting left field artists. So here we go. Three minutes of this. Yeah.
Mikami with John Edwards and Alex Nielsen. Ayoshi is the name of the track. Coming in at 3 minutes 13 must be the shortest track ever played at Cafe Otto. <laughs> ever. That, that, that is possible. Um, uh, yes, I'll just give you a little just a quick paragraph from their blurb here. Japanese bluesman Kan Mikami is nothing less than an unalloyed force of nature, a skin-shredding blast of frozen wind from the poor rural north of Japan that he calls home. In the late 1960s, like thousands of other Japanese young people, Mikami made his way to Tokyo in search of a life different from that of his parents. Um... Since then, he's forcibly carved out a space for himself in the culture as a modernist poet, a raging folk singer, an author, an actor, an engaging TV personality, and one of Japan's most uniquely powerful performers. I love the phrase, raging folk singer. Is an oxymoron if I've ever heard one. Oh, well, you know, you can be a folk singer and show some rage. Yeah, yeah. You heard some wailing there. Did, yeah, for sure. That's true. It's uh, definitely not something I'd ever expect to exist in reality. But no, I don't think I've ever seen a folk not, singer not. that's anything other than Faye. That's not true. Go on then. Give me your ragiest folk singer. Not ragey, but like not Faye. Oh yeah, well, I mean like sort of nice. Go on, go on. I'll think about it when the next song comes. Oh, because there's, there's, there's thousands. All right, okay. Willie Nelson? Any, any like Johnny Cash? Well, but, but both of those are country singers that you've just it's described. Still, it's, it's still in the sort of folk... Yeah, see, now you're expanding the genre boundaries from the very narrow okay. ones that I had so for actual, myself. So actual folk. Yeah, so if if you were to say, if it was going to be first genre that leapt to mind was folk. Yeah. So Willie Nelson. Uh, Nelson. Nelson. <laughs> we're at it again. Willie Nelson <laughs> and Johnny Cash are, okay. you know, distinctly country artists. Okay, Justine has got a suggestion here. Janis Joplin. She's not really, I guess, is she folk? 
I guess you could go a, a sort of maybe Fleetwood Mac, but that's not really folk either. Uh, yeah, I, th- I, I don't know. I guess I guess Janis Joplin is somewhat a folk. You're, you're right. I'm right. Even Bob, <laughs> even Bob Dylan, someone you could say he's not fey, is he? No, no. I guess Bob Dylan, maybe you'd say he was a it's like a really sort of like art typical. Mm. I understand. There's obviously loads of fey, wispy, folky singers, yeah, especially it. that were like around five five years ago and were everywhere, and you couldn't get away from them. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't say that that is something that you could sum up the whole genre by no maybe not anyway so anthony playing something experimental and so i was saying to him off mic it was have you got anything that's a little not experimental because i've got some really weird sort of barley gamlan music that i kind of want to play but i'm gonna i'm gonna play it later because i don't want to have too many like sort of i want to keep it I went to a gamelan recital like two months ago, so I feel like I I, I was familiar with what the instrument was, but not like the whole spiel. It was like 20 people and stuff. It was quite good. Well, gamelan orchestra. Yeah. Oh, well, we can talk about that later on. In the meantime, I'm going to play something from Wawa 45s, uh, London, brilliant London record label. Going to get in a little chance to plug your show. No. (laughs) No. You you could say if you want. No, no, I'm not saying it. Cool. Um, They were on my radio... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I wasn't even gonna. I wasn't even gonna. I was gonna let it go. I was gonna let it go. But um, on that show, because I interviewed the guys from World War Forty Fives last week, and yeah, they played this track. It's uh, out right now. It's just come out this week, in fact, on Seven Inch. It's by a band called Honey Feet. They've got an album coming out in twenty eighteen. This is the first track from it. It's called Sinner. <laughs> Thank you. 
Sounds like Honey Feet Sinner is the name of the track. It's uh, released uh, 7 inch right now via Wawa 45s. It's uh, taken from their album It's that's out in the summer of 2018 called Orange Whip, uh, which is actually going to be their first record for five years uh, since they had one called Good Job I Love You. And yeah, that's that. If you do want to listen to my show, if you feel the desire to, there's lots of disco and funk and soul on there. It's, um, yeah, it's, uh, I've got a, it downloaded on my phone. Ready to listen. Have you? Really good party. Really good party there. It was, uh, yeah, really fantastic. They also left with, um, they had to leave half an hour early, not because they weren't having the best time, but they left us with a half hour mix of uh, Paper Tiger, who was a band I hadn't really heard of before, but it was like this really grimy like funk. It was unbelievably good. Grimy funk. Yeah, they've got oh. a new, they've got a new record coming out as well, which I haven't heard a track from yet, but I'm very excited for it now. But yeah, there we go. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to play you a track, a new, brand new track from Fever Ray. Fever Ray is Karin Johansson of The Knife. Her album, self-titled in 2009, is, in my opinion, a modern classic. One of the best albums released in modern times, one of the best albums that I own, an album that I come back to time and time and year and year again. It is absolutely magnificent in every possible way. Um, and is, she, it, is it good? That was all right. It's all right. It's all right. Um, and after that album, she did one tour and then just said that was it for Fever Ray, basically. And, we, and that was eight years ago. We haven't heard anything since. And then just out of nowhere, she's announced that there is a new Fever Ray record. I've only listened to this song once and I wasn't massively enamoured, but I'm a huge fan of hers. So I kind of wanted to play it on the podcast and I wanted to listen to it again with new ears. And um, and you never know, you might like it. <laughs> this is uh, To The Moon. Uh, that, is, that is one of the worst like sells for a track, you for an artist you love, I've ever heard. No, but I'm saying, like, even if I don't like it, they might like it. Yeah, great, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I might like it, you mean. Uh... <laughs>
said what you want. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought that was great second time round. Um, it's sort of like a lot more major chordy than the Fever Ray album, which is these sort of like really dark tones. It's sort of like, uh, that's I think sort of like the video's pretty dark, but it's actually like quite, you know, quite nice in it. And ends with the lines, I want to run my fingers up your pussy. Okay. Uh, so is it essentially when you first listened to that, you thought it didn't sound quite enough like the first record she did as a solo artist? Yeah, I guess so. It sounds I, very knifey. Yeah, exactly. It sounded, I, I like, I think the knife are a good band, uh, but I, I think Pime's a very good band, but I just thought that the Fever Ray record was, was outstanding. And I was like, yeah, that sounds more like the knife. But anyway, she doesn't have to, just because she did one record that was amazing doesn't mean the next record's got to sound like that. Exactly the same. No, sounds good. And the knife are no more anymore, right? Is that I think true? they're still Is going. They, really, they did an album that that pink double album. Yeah, it was a few must years have been ago about now. four or five years ago, and they did like an opera soundtrack. It was like uh, something to do with Charles Darwin, right. Charles Darwin's theory of evolution, like opera set to music by the knife. Okay. Yeah. Like, none of these things are in the last couple of years, but they're all like yeah, three, the, four, five years ago. And I don't think I don't think they they stopped. They're still around. Okay. Well, we we shall see. Or not see, I guess. Um, I'm going to play some Gamelan music, as I said. This is from a record on a French label called Acouphone. They, it's a load of field recordings, essentially. It's live recordings of uh, funeral ceremonies in Bali. And, yeah, so that's all you're going to get. I'll describe it a bit more afterwards. But no artist associated with this. This track is called Semut Megarang. Thank you. 
Yeah, that was beautiful. You can always get behind a bit of gamelan. Yeah, keep that going for another six or seven minutes, I think. Uh, the track is called Semut Megarang. It's taken from the record called The Gamelan of the Walking Warriors, out now via Acuphone. Well, it's actually out this week on vinyl in the UK. It is out digitally Someone's now. released that on record. Yeah. Good, good effort. Yeah, so, a stunning, stunning thing. It's um, so yeah. It's uh, it's it says here it's uh, exploration of ritual and ceremonial music in Bali. It's uh, recorded by a chap called Vincenzo Della Rata. Uh, he's a P- he's got a PhD in ethnomusicology from the Sapienza University of Rome. It says here he's a specialist of the gong music from the Austronesian cultures of Southeast Asia. I'll take his word for it. Yeah, he sounds like an interesting guy, doesn't he? <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's um, yeah, wonderful, wonderful record. And if you like that, I urge you to go check out the rest of it. Gang, Gamelan of the Walking Warriors. Nice. So I tell, I'll just finish what I was saying before. Yeah, when uh, Raymond Wong, our mutual friend, he plays in a Gamelan orchestra, and um, he invited me. Just invited people, like the people he wasn't actually playing this gig, but it was the people he play with. He plays, and we went along. It's just outside uh, Goldsmiths University, maybe three months ago. Just on the street. Uh, it's like on the steps outside okay. the main things. There's a flat area, and there because the old place sit, sit, sat down, and there was sort of like maybe ten, twenty people in front of it. Lovely. It was as part of like a larger event across South London. I couldn't attend attend any of the other events, but yeah, it was lovely. Yeah. Sort of like a singer, multiple gamelans, some bells and percussion and whatnot. It's a beautiful sounding instrument. Yeah. So from uh, Indonesia to Glasgow, here's the new one from Happy Meals. This is Tomorrow Could Be Heaven.
Happy Meals. That's Lewis and Susie. Um, tomorrow could be Heaven. They're normally released on Night School Records. Um, but can't quite tell exactly who's releasing that one. Just popped up on SoundCloud. Yeah, exactly. So, But they're a magnificent band, and I highly recommend all of their releases. I think Gareth's got all of them. I've only got the one, I think. There's only two. Is there? I thought there, there, was there are only two. I thought there was a couple more than well, that. If, if, if there's more than two, then I don't have them You don't, you don't own them, yeah. Well, that was that one that the sort of the multicolored cover recently yep. that I really should have picked up and didn't. Yeah, it was the handmade, like painted cover. That was what was the name of that? We record? played it on the podcast. Fruit yeah, juice, so. I think. We played it on the podcast. Yes, ind- indeed, fruit juice. Ah, well remembered. It was. It wasn't too bad. It was a uh, yeah, very uh, each each uh, cover. Yeah, was handmade, like painted. It was beautiful. Well, it still is, and it's in my collection. And they are a band I love immensely. And I haven't seen them play live since Tremor. I don't think the festival in the Azores year before last, where they played in a sort of a swimming pool that was actually like a hot spring right by the sea, and um, we were like just it was it was it wasn't like in in the pool, but it's like in shorts, water up to my ankles, watching Happy Meals with like steam coming up because it was really hot. It was magnificent, fair to say. Excellent. I'm going to play a band from Switzerland called Kind and Kinky Zoo. Kind and Kinky oh, Zoo. No, right. What is oh, God. what is going on? <laughs> Are you, all right? you don't have to have a great band name, but just don't have a shit one. Yeah. Well, Headlining Kind and Kinky Zoo. Who did I? Who did I speak to? Who had a theory about this? Maybe it was you who had the theory that band names were sort of getting worse because it was so hard to get band names that were good and unique. Um, no, that's not my theory, but it, it's of course it is possible. It, it does have diminishing returns. You know, there's only a limited amount of band names, and eventually they'll all go. But ultimately, the number of times we say that's a terrible name on this podcast obviously is indicative that it doesn't reflect on the music whatsoever, and we don't really care that much. So that is true. Why can't? In fact, it might be something we have to put in the bag of things we're not allowed to talk about. Is <laughs> commenting on how bad band names are. Okay, that, that could be a point. But uh, this is, so this band, uh, who I've already told you what the name is, they are from Switzerland. They do sort of uh, funk garage sort of music. They've got an album coming out called Released. It's out this week. Uh, This track is the opening track from it. It's called La Jupe Volante.
Finding Kinky Zoo, La Duke Volante, taken from the album, released. In with... Gareth's words, some funk garage. Yeah, you can sort of see I it. I see where you're coming from. Yeah, that's it. You were, uh, what's the word? <laughs> Skeptical. Skeptical, yeah. That's not the word I was going to get. I, was, I almost said apoplectic, which would be... No, that's a slight exaggeration. Somewhere between the two. <laughs> somewhere between I was the... nowhere near apoplectic <laughs> about it. But yeah, they are from Switzerland. Rele- uh, the, like I say, the album called Released is out this week. Uh, via Leisure Recordings, which is a German record label. Cool. Thank you very much for listening to this week's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, we'll be back with you next uh, next Monday for more more good music. If you want to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, etc., Independent Music Podcast, I am Podcast, IndependentMusicPodcast.net. We're pretty findable now. Yeah. Tell your friends. Give us a nice review on iTunes. Everything like that. It's always nice to, nice to have new listeners. I'm going to leave you with an artist that we played a couple of months ago. Uh, it's a London-based rapper, Awate. Um, it's him and DJ Turkish. Uh, it's his new single, and it's called Jules. Thanks for listening.